0: It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Do you remember what car I had a few years ago? And then I got the same version of the same car.
1: But just a different color. That's right. You had the Michael Scott
0: Sebring. Dude, Chrysler Crew forever. People say Wakanda forever. I'm all about that too. But I'm Chrysler Crew forever.
1: Big fan of General Motors, huh? Uh, Chrysler
0: Sebring 1998, convertible. Easy for you to say. Uh, No, that was difficult for me to say. I slipped up on my words, but what I was trying to say was uh, with the convertible, you could get it top up, top down, in the middle. It's whatever you want, baby, because Christian Baltazar, the Chrysler crew uh, leader, is here to show off his vehicle. You know how lame that all sounded, right? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Because double down on how lame it sounded. Because, oh boy, that was brutal. I. You have a certain look. Um, you you have another pair of sunglasses that I can borrow Uh, for this episode. Sunglasses. For this episode, I think I should wear sunglasses too.
1: We tried that, but then Christian, you can't see because you don't have glasses on. I'm so blind. (laughs) Everything
0: looks black. So. No. (laughs) No. Okay. That's completely Why do you fun. want to wear sunglasses? I don't know. I just want so to like it If this episode. was like Blues
1: Brothers 2001, I don't remember which year that movie came out. Um, I couldn't tell you either. Which, that's actually a pretty good one, because there's like eight Blues Brothers in that one.
0: Oh, eight different, b- <laughs> yeah, they're John John not Goodman, the only two.
1: There's a kid, there's a black Blues Brothers uh, brother, which I don't know. Maybe they just call him black Blue. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, my brother. God, dude. Was that a play on the word brother? <laughs> Holy shit. We are coming out hot. I don't know if you could make that joke. I did. But you did, I guess. I mean, there's nothing I could do about it. We're not going to lose sponsors, that's for sure. Yeah, because guess what? No sponsors. It's already getting hot in here. Yeah, it's getting warm, but we're going to have to deal with it. <sighs> Folks, it's the uh, the beginning of May. We're, we're creeping up. Onto summer. Into We're actually summer. a week into May now. Yes, a week into May. It's getting warm. This is reminding me of how it used to feel when we first started up this podcast. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. um
0: We had a ghetto setup going on. Every episode you would start off shirtless, pantless, damn near naked. And I think I'm more nervous about you not having clothes in this room than I am actually having to deal with the hot weather.
1: Yeah, well, get used to it. Welcome, 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 everybody. Hey, we watch the movie what's called Joe, Joe Dirt. Dirt. Uh, it's um,
0: it's a movie. It's a classic. It's a. It's a classic. A classic. It's su- a classic. <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> comedy film that was suggested to us by two baddies. So let's shout them out real quick. Shout out to Baddy number one. You suggested this to us months ago, and we're finally tackling it. Sean, right? Yep. And Baddy number two, OG Baddy, you just suggested to this to us a few weeks ago. We got Mike King, Michael King. Thanks, buddy. And we'll give you each 1,000 shout outs at the very end of this episode. That's right. 1,000 plus 1,000 is?
1: 7,000.
0: There you go. And his math is correct. I checked it. I'm Asian. Um, um, Christian? Alejandro I want you to
1: Close your eyes Okay And I want you to Take a deep breath in And hold it and Let it out slowly You are sitting In a leather bound chair Ooh. Hands on the steering wheel Okay Of a 1978 Plymouth
0: Oh not a Chrysler Sebring?
1: <laughs> no fuck your Chrysler Sebring bro <laughs> You're sitting in a real car A man's car Okay okay and You put your foot down On that footprint shaped gas wait, pedal Wait
0: wait 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 What's in the glove compartment? A gun Okay, okay, okay. And some meth. Okay, what's in what's in uh, the island compartment?
1: It doesn't have one, bro. It's a seven it's a it's a fucking Plymouth, bro. I don't
0: know, man. I've never been in a Plymouth.
1: Get out. I want to get in. Get out. Okay. Get out of the car. <laughs> this is my car now. Wait, where do I go? I don't give a fuck. Get okay. away from me. This is my car now. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, man. Just <laughs> feeling the power of that <laughs> You Hemi. just GTA'd me. <laughs> hey, you if you don't appreciate Took me out of a Plymouth. If you don't appreciate a real piece of GM machinery like the Plymouth, then you don't understand what made the Sebring good. The Sebring stands on the shoulders of this Plymouth. (laughs) I'm making a bold statement here. Dude, I love this very little about (laughs) cars. I am going to say, the Chrysler Sebring in 2001 is a direct descendant of the the 1978 They had to remodel it. They pulled out the blueprints. when, When Chrysler was like, we want to do Sebring for 2004, what year was your car? 1998. When they, when they sat down to do this in the 98 Sebring, bring one of the executives stood up and goes, you know what? Why don't we update this Plymouth? And he flops down. Boom.
0: <laughs> His feature. wiener. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need it rocket shaped like my wiener. <laughs> sir, sir, please get your foreskin off of the table.
0: Jeez. Um, uh, Jesus,
1: dude. We're getting a little bit of a slow start because we had a little bit of a slow start today, guys. But we're here and we're queer. Um, we hey. watched Joe Dirt. It was released in 2001. You can open your eyes now. Okay. <laughs> my afraid, eyes were open. I'm, I'm just you're Asian, gonna fall dude. Asleep.
0: <laughs> if you keep your eyes what closed that if long, if I fell asleep?
1: <laughs> well, you never told me to open my eyes. I would continue with the show and keep like throwing it back to you as if you were there and just let your snores dude, fill it in. Really? And then i wake make me you, up.
0: And then I'd make you publish it. Dude, I'm such a loyal friend that I wouldn't open my eyes until you told me. That's to. That's weird. How long you kept your eyes closed? I would never keep my eyes. It's closed It's because that long. I'm kind of sleepy and it felt. Good. I know. I know it You felt are going to fall really You t- are already falling
1: I could see the drool Coming from your nose I
0: woke up 10 minutes Before Alejandro got here Made him wait outside On my porch For an extra 3 minutes And it's hot outside It is hot in this room What am I Some sort of schmuck That you just make Wait on the porch You ever like uh, Have those shower sweats Like when you sweat Right after you come Out of the shower It's
1: literally the worst thing
0: And it's like confusing Because you're you were just clean, and now you're like, it well.
1: You want to add, add another layer, layer of confusion? What? As soon as you get out of the shower, instead of using a towel, put your clothes on.
0: No, no, what's wrong with you? You'd be so damp. What's wrong with you? Who does that? Who fuck? You put on clothes right after? That's something you do in Waterworld. I get that. Like if you just got to get going, go back to your car in the parking lot. But right after you take a shower in the comfort of your home where you have multiple towels to dry off on, you're just like, no, fuck that. Putting on a long sleeve and I'm putting on some cargoes. That's a weird mix, yeah, but
1: very true to your style. Joe Dirt was released in two thousand one. Good year,
0: actually bad year. If you know, if you know what I'm, if you know what I'm talking about, (laughs) just keep keep going, dude. (laughs) Stop, just. (laughs) Um, Support me when I get awkward like that You're
1: right, Christian 2001 was a horrible year Horrible year It was a year we found out how our puppet government is run by corporations like Halliburton and Boeing and Ping Anyways, it's rated (laughs) PG-13 And it has a rating of 6 out of 10 on IMDB 11% on Rotten Tomatoes
0: Mm. And Christian, Mm.
1: a 20% on Metacritic
0: Low numbers Low numbers For a good movie
1: Mean blow numbers would you like to guess the Google users who approved of this film?
0: 89%. Incorrect. Uh, what's the correct percentage? 85. Ah, oh, I thought it would be higher. Would you? Is this like achieving a cult classic tier, would you say? Because a lot yes, of people know Yes, I think, I think it. it's just, of course. I think
1: our generation just like was, it's one of those comedies that probably doesn't age well. Definitely doesn't age well. No.
0: Um,
1: but uh, but we remember it as being, but although I'm saying this, you've never seen this film before.
0: Actually, yeah. I've. This was my first time seeing the Which movie. Which is incredible because uh, this movie was pretty, pretty big. Yeah, it's wild. I'm usually known for liking bad movies. I mean, obviously Nacho Libre is my favorite movie. Um, and so, and I used to see all of those SNL cast members, little spin off movies and whatnot. So it's kind of wild that I haven't seen David Spade's. I believe David Joe Spade was
1: their, only on SNL for one season.
0: Very short, uh, in comparison to other cast members. You know members. who
1: else was on Saturday Night Live for one season? Um, who? Robert Downey Jr. Uh, really? He, yep. Season, uh, uh, season one, I believe. Synapses coming at you. Right at you. Here's the, I'm sorry. I, the first word isn't here. <laughs> you're messing it up? I'm um, from word one. On I'm going to be honest, guys. One... I brought a couple werewolf killers, a couple silver bullets, a couple uh, cores of lights with me. Yep. Uh, just so I can really get in the mood of Joe Dirt. Yeah, you're um, looking real
0: Joe Dirty right now.
1: Fuck you.
0: You don't have the mullet, though. You should get the mullet. I've had a mullet. <laughs>
1: He's the wrong person.
0: At the wrong place. At
1: the wrong time. Hey, preach. Joe Dirt. David Spade is a janitor with a mullet hairdo, acid watch dreams, and a dream, that dream, to find his parents. They lost him in the Grand Canyon when he was eight, and as he's wandering, misguided, searching for him on one misadventure to another, he finds his way to the city of dreams, Los Angeles, where Shock Jock, played by Dennis Miller, brings Joe on the radio and insults him, but joe's story unfolds jeers turn to cheers and the entire city is captivated thank you
0: good synopsis man i thank love you. the cadence thank you thank you thank you right off the bat i want to tell a story joe dirt was left at the grand canyon at eight years old i've said before in this podcast that i've been forgotten many places and if i was never found i probably wouldn't be here today probably would have starved to death or you wouldn't something. have
1: figured it out like joe dirt
0: Probably not, dude. Especially if I was left at the Grand Canyon, I probably would have gone in the wrong direction and just ended up deeper into the canyon. That's incredible,
1: bro. (laughs) You have such a low vision of yourself, and we should honestly work on that. Low
0: expectations, high hopes. We should work on that. But I do have a story. I I I went to my cousin's uh, graduation at the Concord Pavilion. I was probably like six years old. Oh, and my um my parents took a car, and my cousin's family took a car there, and so there were two vehicles present. And there was a miscommunication where my parents thought I was riding with my cousins. and my cousins thought I was riding with my parents. <laughs> and one hour later, they see each other uh, like parked at an intersection, and then uh, they both notice that I'm not in either of the vehicles. They're like, "You got Christian? No, you got Christian?" No, and then it was one of those moments where like, oh, fuck. So what did you
1: do this whole time?
0: I was crying in the parking lot. I was sitting crisscross applesauce in the middle of the parking lot. This six-year-old child crying, and they eventually found me. Of course, I'm here. I'm here. But my family- Are you
1: here or are you a duplicate replacement that the CIA took and used as a replacement from the real Christian Baltazar?
0: That would be crazy. I would start a Jet Li type flick like the one and start fighting the other versions of me if they exist. I
1: recently found it, and I don't mean to cut it. That's a very sad story. I don't mean to belittle that. But, but it makes sense to your character because you're a loser. Um, oh, fuck I you. recently <laughs> discovered an Instagram page that I think everybody should be following. It's called Birds Aren't Real. And this man has taken a stance that all the oh. birds in the world were killed in the 80s and replaced by the CIA by robot drones that spy on us. And honestly, I don't know if all the birds were used, but definitely fucking pigeons.
0: You're so silly. There's, You're so silly. This pigeons is, are fucked up enough that it's believable. They're, that's why they're drones, bro. That's why they're always... You don't think the drones would be polished and like look like the perfect no, bird? They
1: have to look silly and gross so we don't suspect them.
0: Every pigeon that I know is missing a toe. Every, at least one.
1: I think pigeons are the garbage birds. They're
0: very garbage birds.
1: But apparently very tasty. They were brought here to be eaten.
0: Yeah, they're not native to uh, no, the Americas.
1: No, no, no. They are brought here to be hunted and eaten.
0: Which is crazy. I bet you they're kind of a thick, plumpy bird. They could they could provide some meat. They still serve it in very
1: fancy restaurants. They just call it squaw because you can't put pigeon on a menu.
0: Oh, because people freak out. Be like
1: pigeon, like
0: it's like calling from uh, Central Park snails escargot. Uh, they call pigeons squaw.
1: This movie had a budget of seventeen point seven million dollars.
0: <laughs> cool story time for us. <laughs> All right, seventeen seventeen what? <laughs>
1: when you don't listen to me really what um also this movie came out in april so you know they have plenty of time to enjoy this film uh 17.7 <laughs> million dollars <laughs>
0: um and how much did it make i think it made 32 mil
1: wow very close 31 million dollars a moderate success
0: nice and i would say uh, maybe one of
1: david spade's more recognizable characters
0: and i think it helps that you know who helped executive produce this the Sandman, Adam Sandman. Oh, of course, duh. yeah, of course. Good friends.
1: One of the Waterboy characters makes a cameo too. Actually,
0: um, is it the? Oh, it's the the old neighbor that the guy that speaks ca- like an occasion accent mm-hmm. and you can't understand. <laughs> <him at> <laughs> <all>? <laughs> I don't
1: Sean know. Hun- <laughs> Sean Hunter's dad from Blood Meets World.
0: Exactly. That's how you know him. That's how you know him.
1: Um, this movie had a lot of people who were supposed to be in it that didn't end up actually being in it. What? Roseanne Barr and Gary Busey were supposed to play his parents, but, uh, you know, <laughs> shocker Roseanne that. didn't make it. Uh, Bill Murray was also at one point slated to be Joe Dirt.
0: I, I could see it, but I wouldn't have liked it It would have been much. a different film. Yeah.
1: Um, and also Tom Hanks was considered to play Kicking Wing.
0: <laughs> Tom Hanks? Yeah. Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, I'm bro. surprised Rob Schneider was not Kicking Wing. Yeah, is Rob Schneider even in this? No, he's not in this at all. Which is a uh, that's fine. Yeah, i can't,
1: no, can't have Schneider and David Spade in there because they're the both. Ki- they're the same kind of friend to Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. Where like, um, he never hangs out with them at the same time because then he'd have two of the same character with them. Uh, so he hangs sense. out with David Spade alone, and then he goes and hangs out with Rob Schneider alone. And like, I think that and he they're never the lets- three
0: best friends, where the other two best friends are not really best friends. He has two sets of best friends. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like like how you are with me and Alan. What? <laughs> no, we've. I've definitely hung out with you and you Alan at the separate. same time. You keep us separate. No, no, I don't. No, I. Don't. Oh, we see each other at the gym. We've all worked out together at the gym before. Why are you insinuating that I have like a preference going on?
1: A couple other actors who are supposed to be in this film. Ah, uh, Billy Crystal. Really? Kevin Spacey.
0: Uh, Kevin Spacey is who? Does it say? As uh, Joe Dirt. As Clem. Who is Clem? Oh, as Christopher Christopher Walken's character. Mm -hmm.
1: That would have been good, actually. Uh, Owen Wilson and also... I'm sorry, I got one more. uh, Gene Hackman was going to potentially be Clem as well.
0: This is a crazy potential cast list. Christopher Lloyd as Clem as Clem as well okay
1: they could have had fun with Clem they picked a good Clem with Christopher Walken a
0: great Clem
1: we're just gonna assume everybody's seen this movie so we're not gonna necessarily break it down bit by bit like we normally do I think we can just talk about our favorite parts of this movie
0: I yeah yeah I full-heartedly agree let's just dive deep into it my favorite part
1: of this movie is Jamie Presley
0: oh Jamie Presley is looking more than a snack she's looking like the full entire kitchen put the condiments to the side i don't need those condiments and no that's not a a double entendre or symbolism for condom just because the word condiment sounds like condom nope i'm just saying give me the full kitchen alex when i start rambling like this either support me or cut me off quick you're right
1: (laughs) keep going don't stop you're on the right path
0: (laughs) Dude, no, Jamie Presley looking like a snack, though. She, she <laughs> so you go back and double down on it? I'm going to double down no, on it. No, you're not incorrect. But she I'll tell you, looks good. I'll tell
1: you what else she does, progresses the story along.
0: Uh, yeah, she does. Yeah, without her
1: or the Walkman or uh, Kick and Wing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this movie's about nothing. It's... It's just like a, uh, like it's it's Joe Dirt having an interview and then like showing us the cutaways. I
0: think that's why also this movie was successful is because it's just all cutaways. It's all flashbacks. It's interview style, so you could go get straight to the point.
1: It is an interesting storytelling technique to have him be on an interview and tell us his whole backstory uh, mm-hmm. as as the world is essentially finding it out, right? Yeah, and then uh, and then it's like now that we left up now we now that we're all caught up. Yeah. And then they jump like uh, years in the future. I couldn't tell. They, I don't know how far make to some the future. Huge jumps, big
0: jumps out of nowhere. His yeah. life changed drastically from that single interview. He moved multiple places. I want to say that Joe Dirt is very much like the Trailer Park Forest Gump. Because he just does everything, goes everywhere. People think he's a loser, but he's, but but he's, he's winning.
1: But he's not meeting the same famous people as For- Forrest. Gump no. met the president. Forrest Gump goes to the moon in the book,
0: dude. Forrest Gump uh, plays great ping pong. Forrest Gump plays great football. Forrest Gump gets a pet monkey. He was part of the military. He's, yeah, you were talking about. Uh, he pulled the Ross, and he gets a pet monkey. Crazy. So they're obviously it's not the same. Storyline or movie. I was thinking he,
1: I, I was. I don't know if I made that same correlation, but what I was thinking was, who do you think would win in a race, a driving race, uh, the, the Hemi uh-huh. with Joe Dirt against uh, the Duke of Hazard in the General Lee?
0: Ooh. Well, we don't ever really see Joe Dirt drive the Hemi. More than full like blast. ten feet. We actually because <laughs> yeah. he gets it. He gets, he gets it separated, separated from almost it immediately. Immediately, because he gets swept away by a. Hot, hot air, air balloon. balloon in the shape of a tooth and <laughs> he travels aglo- across the states in this tooth as a kid i remember
1: that scene and always thinking to myself like well i'm never getting in a hot air balloon
0: <laughs> i like how he looks down and he says hey lady i can see down your shirt she's like asshole asshole." Uh, uh, good there are definitely a lot of good moments in here would um, you like to play a game called cool Without context? Correct, Mundo. Hell yeah. I only play that game if there's no context. Uh, what if I give you just a little bit of context? Uh, then I'll it change the game, but I, I'll play it still. Okay.
1: The context is this takes place in Joe Dirt. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You're going to stand there. Owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bung holes, no spleen splitters, oh. no whisker biscuits, no hunk, <laughs> so me good, out. no honky lighters, no husker hoot doors, no husker don'ts, no cherry bombs, no nipsy daisies, and without any scooter sticks or a single whistling kitty chaser.
0: That's Joe Dirt talking to Kick and Wing about his uh his like little shop, his little pop up shop, his fireworks shop. Kick and Wing
1: responds with, "No, because I only like snakes and sparklers."
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to be a veterinarian too. Uh, here we go. What's up? You got poo on me. Um, this is when he's wearing the sept. uh he's wearing what he thinks is an atom bomb. <laughs> Which is such a stupid thing for him to try and like hold up a building with. Yeah, it's on his back. So he's trying to kamikaze this shit. He has a hammer and he's like very wily coyote of him. Very wily coyote. If
1: Wily Coyote and the Roadrunner were us, I'd be Roadrunner. And you'd be Wily Coyote.
0: Uh, maybe it's, that's kind of like something we'd have to break down. Why? Why? What's your Next reasoning? Quote. What? You can't just move past it. Oh, I didn't even get to explain. Yeah, he's wearing the atom bomb. Uh, eh, spoiler alert. It's actually a septic tank from an RV because <laughs> one of the restaurant customers that he was holding up hits it with the, oh, the cop that was in the restaurant. Hits it with a ball pin hammer. Yeah. And then a bunch of shit just comes uh, uh, coming out onto his face. Um, uh, Hey.
1: You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's the wrong time. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron.
0: That's my favorite part of the movie. Christopher Walken hey, saying that he'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron.
1: You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's the wrong tone.
0: I love Chris Walken.
1: Do it again and I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron.
0: What is it? How is Chris Christopher Walken associated with all these uh, comedians? It's like just a whole other tier. Uh, of, uh,
1: honestly, in two thousand one was one Christopher Walken had his resurgence. I really, honestly believe it was this film, uh, two thousand one. This movie came out in two thousand one. Why did we yeah. say ninety eight? What were we talking about ninety eight? Chrysler Sebring. Fuck Chrysler. Hey, uh, <laughs> two thousand one was definitely like the resurgence of Walken because he did this and he was in that music video uh, that where he's like dancing and those honestly like resparked his entire career for a good ten years.
0: What was the song for that music video where he was dancing? I'll look it up that's actually vital information to know that christopher walken was dancing in a music video the only musical thing that i know about christopher walken is more cowbell and i don't even know if i'd call that musical oh he also did uh that was in saturday night live saturday night live oh so he could be associated with all of those other with all those uh snl comics via being a great guest at snl
1: the fat boy slim song uh-huh. weapon of choice. Bam ba Like we can't play it cuz they'll they'll pull us. But, yeah, uh, they'll pull us. It's him
0: dancing. I'll show it to you after. Okay, look it up, baddies.
1: Y'all know it. Um one more quote for you or would you like uh, to move on?
0: Uh one more quote. Let's let's end it with a bang. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Bob Seger. Come on. Back then you were listening to Leaf Garrett and it probably was more like this.
0: That's Dennis Miller trying to make fun of uh, Joe Dirt's music taste just because of the way he looks.
1: It's funny that they bring up Bob Seger because last week I fell into a Bob Seger hole. It's, he's actually a really um, talented artist.
0: So it was really coincidental that you listened to Bob Seger and then came I loved every song. song in this movie. This movie, yeah, this uh, was rock hard. I was gonna, I was about to say this movie got me rock hard, but that's like that's a Freudian slip. Not that it actually did. Well, Jamie Presley was in it, but that doesn't mean that I. Let's move on. I was also
1: rock hard. <laughs> Hell no, man. I don't listen to that crap. I'm a rocker dude. Through and through. My favorite bands are ACDC, Van Halen, not Van Hagar, Skinnard, and Def Leppard.
0: Oh, such good variety. He wrote this, right? David Spade, along with a dude named Fred Wolf. So those are some awesome fucking Anybody, lines. Yeah.
1: Dick Wolf, Fred Wolf. Wolf was a great last name. Um Christian. Hi. Fun fact. Yes. About AC DC. Okay. What country are they from? Uh,
0: um, South America. I don't know, dude. Australia. Australia.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't interesting. Van Halen, not Van Hagar. Do you know what that means?
0: Um, Van Hagar is, I'm assuming, another singer?
1: Yeah, so Van Halen was a band. Yeah, so and I then David Lee Roth quit, and they replaced him with a gentleman named Sammy Hagar. And he oh. changed the whole vibe of Van Halen, made their whole thing about like love songs and shit and cocaine. Uh, and uh, But everyone, everyone sided with David Lee Roth, because he is the heart and soul of Van Halen.
0: I can't imagine that, like, if you were to become, like, a new lead singer into a band that you would have that much say in the band's direction.
1: Well, it changed quite a bit. Skinner. You know who Skinner is? Yeah, Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. And then Def Leppard.
0: And, uh, and of course, Def Leppard. Yeah, I One-handed drummer. I know. Is he one-handed? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I'd have to listen to a few of the songs
1: he's still an, uh, an incredible drummer oh i'm
0: sure i'm sure but i want to be he amazed like,
1: I, and don't quote me on this but i believe he was in a like a really bad car accident driving like 100 miles an hour in a lamborghini uh-huh and um
0: and he you know. died
1: i no no that's how he lost his oh arm. that's how he lost
0: his arm <laughs> <And> He <died. laughs> was like, he's also a one-armed dead drummer <laughs> all right joe Deer, what else you got for me Dude, I want to talk about his mullet and why he has his mullet. It's such a crazy part of the He Has a mullet story, because
1: like, his skull w- was didn't underdeveloped. Form. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I think he just had a soft spot on his head, and his parents were just like, "That's not right."
0: And so, so they, they attached, a, Oh my god!
1: They gosh. super glued a mullet haircut to him because it was of the time.
0: Yeah, and the his skull eventually uh, fully developed and <laughs> must have formed over that mullet because it was stuck forever. I like at the end how, um, I think her name is Brittany Daniel, the girl that plays uh, Brandy. Yep. And do you know where she's from? I've seen her in a lot of things. White Chicks. Yes, Dude, yes, she's yes, from yes. White Chicks. She's one of the uh, Vanderhilt twins. Uh, What's up?
1: Jennifer Aniston was considered for that role. Really? Yes.
0: Yeah. I, 2001, Jennifer Aniston, I can I can see being Brandy.
1: It would have been, again, a different film.
0: <laughs> different film.
1: Um, Brandy or... Jamie
0: Presley. Jamie Presley. Really? In this movie, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. I think it's because I see Jamie Brandi... Presley naked in Playboy? No, no. I didn't know. I didn't even know that. How oh, do you know oh. that?
1: Everybody knows. She did like six spreads for Playboy, bro. Everyone's seen like it.
0: Like after she got famous?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Arguably, Playboy's what had her resurgence, too. Really? I'm not trying to be a dick here, but honestly, she was like, like, kind of out of the loop for a while. Uh-huh. And then she did a spread in 2000 and uh got a lot of work from that
0: hey i'm about to quote the producers right now if you got it flaunt it
1: i'm sorry what are
0: you quoting the producers the musical the musical yeah um in the new one i remember i've never seen the original but i in the new one with uma thurman uma thurman has this whole number about uh say that if you got it flaunt it and she's just like flaunting what she has to all the guys Mm -hmm. Uh, i can kind of i can kind of sing it that's
1: what their assistant right
0: yeah, if you've got that's, it, that's the one. flaunt it. <laughs> Please, that's the one. Who, that's the woman who paints their entire office white. I believe so. Okay, incredible film. I um, love kind of knowing movies with you, and we try well, to piece them together. No, I know all
1: about the producers. I've seen every version of it because I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan. Uh-huh. So and, uh huh. So you've seen it
0: left, right, front, back. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good
0: movie. We, you know
1: what else is a good movie?
0: Joe. Motherfucking oh. dirt. Oh, I don't know. Usually, I was when- gonna say
1: Space Odyssey two thousand one, but Joe Dirt also. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, what's What's your favorite
0: character? Who's your favorite character? Oh, that's. I think because might- there's a lot of side characters, and you meet uh, everybody. You Christopher know? Walken is one of my Clem. Yeah, Clem is such a great character uh, for having such a small role. They fleshed him out enough to kind of know, okay, there's something up with this dude. His wife's dead. Uh, He keeps saying he's not from Brooklyn suspiciously. (laughs) (laughs) And then you find out that he had some, like, ties with the mob.
1: Uh, And he's in the Witness Protection Act.
0: Yeah. He
1: fakes his death after saving a school full of children.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, from a chemistry fire, which that fucking chemistry fire, <laughs> that kid was pouring a reagent into a test tube and saying, "If I did my calculations correct, this should be ice." What the fuck are you making? You want to make tell ice? Me. I was
1: gonna actually ask you.
0: No, I mean that's such a weird science experiment. That whatever you're trying, you're trying to dumb so down something. Have the
1: exact opposite effect. But like the fact that he's like we're trying to make ice and then starts a fire, yeah, is hilarious. That's
0: it's wild. They, I can, I can strongly say they've done no chemical research for that part of the film. You're which telling I'm me that David
1: it. Spade doesn't have a PhD in biochemistry? Yes, unbelievable.
0: Um, do you know Terrence Howard actually has a P a master's or a PhD? I think he has a master's in, uh, it's, uh, in chemistry, in some form of chemistry.
1: That started out like a really great fact.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's legit, though. It, in some form of chemistry, he does have a prestigious degree. I got a PhD. In what?
1: I got a player-hating <laughs> degree.
0: Oh, player-hating? I thought you were going to say a uh, pretty huge dick, which is the one that I've always heard. PhD, pretty huge dick.
1: That's fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> Wow Crossing the line there buddy Fun fact about big dicks Back in the old days You know why like Michelangelo and all those statues Have tiny penises Uh It's because in those days It wasn't fashionable To have a big dick Because it meant that You were like a brute It meant you had no control Over your testosterone And your sexual desires So a small penis Meant that you were More of a masculine More refined gentleman That's
0: crazy I've also heard
1: Sucks for you bro You missed your time
0: Uh, (laughs) Fuck you dude (laughs) Mine is a Mine is a decent size You wanna hear me pee later
1: Ew. That's yeah. a weird way. To, that's we're gonna cut that part out.
0: I was trying to think of a way of like trying to like let you know how big my dick is without you actually seeing it. Yeah, that's this is weird. I'm still sleepy. Obviously I wouldn't pee in front of you. Move on with the movie. Joe Dirt. Uh, actually, I do want to talk about um more penises? No, not oh, more no, okay. penises. A cameo. Cameo. Uh, a very, a very um, small cameo, but and I had to do research on it. Do you know whose brother was in this film?
1: Ron Howard's brother?
0: No, Chris Farley's brother, oh, Kevin yeah. Farley. Yeah, I
1: definitely saw him. Yeah, the cop he's outside the cop. of uh, mm-hmm. Clem's house. He had a TV show for a while, actually.
0: Yeah, uh, I was doing research on it. I forget what the name of the TV show is, but yeah, he's a, a moderately successful comedian.
1: He, in his own right, yeah, is is fairly funny, but
0: yeah. <sighs> Rest I mean, in peace, Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah, Chris Farley. It's a... Uh, I, I, you know what? I still haven't seen Tommy Boy. What? Right? Right? That's got to be. That's a the classic. Next one. That I'm down to do it. I that's I I've been in this like mood for watching. Who's like, your favorite little rascal? Uh, oh. I like Spanky. That's from it's from Tommy. Oh, Boy. it's from Tommy Boy. <laughs> I thought you were just asking me. You can't reference a movie that, that I haven't seen yet. That guy
1: in a little coat.
0: Chris Farley sings that right.
1: No, David Spade.
0: I don't fucking know.
1: Of course, Chris Farley sings it. How okay, would, I don't know. Why is a
0: skinny guy singing about a fat guy
1: in a little coat? Maybe
0: he's singing at him. Who's singing at him? That's yes. rude. Yeah, you sang fat songs at me when I was fat. But that's because I'm
1: trying to get you to lose
0: weight. Don't add, don't take the credit for me having lost you're weight. You're welcome. That you're healthy. No, I'm blaming. I'm giving all credit to Otis.
1: Son of a
0: bitch. Name one thing that you've done to help me lose weight. And it can't be, oh, I you know, I made fun of you so much so that it would push you to the edge to lose weight. That okay, so besides
1: count. that one then? Yes.
0: Then did I you w- ever work out with me in my
1: process of losing weight? I will say this this is what I did to support you and help you. Okay. What? I stayed far the fuck away from you because at that time I was not eating healthy. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to make
0: you jealous. I didn't want to make you feel like you had to. (laughs) That's fucked up. What? I bet you just weren't even thinking about it. Uh, No, Christian. Very clever way to think of a, of a way that you helped me. You
1: know, you're such a fuck, dude. You'll never think I'm being genuine. You always think I'm some sort of like conniving little bitch.
0: Uh, Whoa. Words in my mouth. Words, words that you said, putting it in my mouth. No, that's not what I meant but at all. But you're not
1: denying it.
0: No, you're not. Uh, you are sarcastic. Huh? You are sarcastic and you're a jokester. Are you doing a Robert De Niro friend right now? No. You're talking to me.
1: That's Al Pacino.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Is it? No. He says that. Oh, but the way I said it was Al Pacino. I said, yeah. Dude, they're the same person. What? <laughs> fucking you fucking kidding. Stop. Okay. I'm fucking you know kidding, what? dude.
1: No, you're not. I am. I'm going to... Get Otis over here and make him admit that you lost weight because of me, not because of him.
0: He's not going to come over. He's probably working right now. Hey, Otis, thank you for your service. Otis, stop kissing me. Kiss me, Otis. We haven't done this in a while. I miss saying Otis, stop kissing
1: me. He hasn't tried to kiss us in a while.
0: No, Otis.
1: He's being smart about the quarantine.
0: He's being very smart. He's not kissing random people.
1: He's also a nurse, so you know. Shout out to the frontline workers.
0: Yep, thank you for your service, man. He's
1: also a, a, a soldier, so you know.
0: Thank you for your service, soldier. Uh,
1: and he's uh, he's also black, so you know. Thank you for that service too.
0: <laughs> oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what direction you're going in there. Let's uh, let's let's go out. Go with the movie, <laughs> Joe Dirt. Um. Any more favorite parts, dude?
1: I have plenty of favorite parts. One of my favorite parts is when Joe Dirt is living in the janitor's
0: closet. Dude, the fact that he's making it while living in the janitor's closet blows my mind.
1: You know, you do what you got to do. Joe Dirt is a resilient, hardworking, motivated American. Mm
0: -hmm. And he
1: does what he does and how he has to do it. And I honestly don't know anyone who's more of a patriot
0: than Joe Dirt. He's a smooth talker. I I think that he he's very he's a good soul man. I will say there there are
1: flaws in his social um, aspects of his life. Expand on that. Like the way he talks to other men. He always wants to fight bigger guys than him. Dude,
0: I love the bit that he has when he puts his little fists up and he slaps his forearms. And he's like, uh, you want to go? You want to go right now?
1: Hey, if you guys have any apple cores, I'll take those. It's like, what the fuck are you saying?
0: Like, <laughs> Oh, when they're all eating lunch and he had nothing? He works one day at an oil rigging field. So fucking funny. So, but then he, and he, he's so confident, even though he just got fired, all the guys there hate him. There was like the, the, his boss's daughter at the oil rig. And then he just grabbed it. Yeah. She was good looking. She's also looking like a sniper. I'm about all the women in this film. Yeah.
1: I'm about this film. I'm wh- yeah, I'm all about this. I'm film. about Joe Dirt. I think I'm going to change
0: my whole life to be like Joe Dirt. Okay, what does that mean? Get lost in the Grand Canyon. No. Super glue a mullet to your head. Yes. Uh find a Jamie Presley. Yes. Which we didn't even talk about. That
1: thing. <laughs> how how let's talk about how he found Brandy, actually.
0: Yes. So he finds Brandy
1: by finding actually another friend.
0: Oh, a dog. A beautiful canine dog. Because he's trying to actually steal the hubcap off of the car in front of Brandy's spot, <laughs> which is a weird way to, find, uh, to meet someone. It's an easy way to make money. And then you, he hears uh, this dog whimpering, and he says, what's wrong, buddy? And <laughs> the dog <laughs> can't get up off the porch. Because
1: his balls are frozen to the porch. Yeah. Which means his balls are sweaty.
0: Yes. There is some uh, moistness in, in the balls, I'm sure. Has you, have you ever done that? Not the balls part, <laughs> but like, like uh, the dumb and dumber thing where you've gotten your, stung, your tongue stuck to like, a, a frozen object. Yeah, what a poll? Did you do the Dumb and Dumber thing?
1: Uh, no, actually, as a bartender, we used to you know stick frozen glasses to our tongues. Uh, oh, like, just ow. to fuck with each other and like ow. see who could do it. And uh, I this is really bad. One shift, I remember we had frozen shot glasses, and uh-huh. we we're seeing who could pick it up with their tongue. Uh huh. And so you stick your tongue on it. Uh,
0: wow. Uh, try and pick that's it up. a. You, was there a name of that game?
1: Um, s- slow night at the Cheesecake Factory.
0: <laughs> slow, you guys really did anything you guys could to not be bored.
1: Hey man, if I'm not making money, I'm not doing work.
0: Hey, that makes sense. <laughs> 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 but that's how he meets Brandy. That's how Joe Dirt meets Brandy. Um, and he says, we need to
1: get him, uh, free. And so she goes inside to go get something to get him free. <laughs> and she comes back with, uh, like, uh, kitch- like, like giant gardening shears
0: he's like no oh my god i loved his reactions to that he was like ow oh my gosh no what do you what do you think and she runs back inside she grabs a fork <laughs> he's like oh my god he's like, go get some hot water yeah get some hot water please and like a flat spatula thing Which a she flatula a flatula uh that sounds too much like flatulence
1: you know just because words sound like doesn't mean they mean the same thing
0: i know but other people might be thinking it too I'm thinking for all of the listeners out there. I'm thinking of, of none of them.
1: Joe Dirt, I think, actually is an underrated comedy because there's some jokes, some little quick, witty back and forth that Joe Dirt says kind of under his, mm-hmm. under his breath that I think are on Robin Williams' level.
0: Ooh, quick. Yeah. David Spade is very quick, very highly respected in the stand-up community still to this day.
1: Which is funny, though, because I, I his stand-up... When you watch him do his stand-up, his newer stuff, I don't think... That last special he had on Netflix, unfortunately, I didn't think was the funniest piece of work that he's done. Um, But apparently his show was really funny until this quarantine happened and ruined everything. Yeah, I I think they canceled it. it. Really? So
0: it's not even happening virtually anymore? No. Because I know it was happening virtually for uh, a quick sec. Um, It is crazy that a lot of these... Old classic comics are now coming out with new like Netflix specials. Like
1: I think uh, I have not seen the Jerry Seinfeld one yet, but based on all the trailers, it looks like he's doing a lot of gymnastics. He's moving a a lot around on the stage, uh which is not a Jerry Jerry Seinfeld thing. I hear it's a
0: completely new special. Like none of his jokes are recycled into Uh, it. God, I hope so. Uh, I haven't found Jerry Seinfeld
1: funny for the last
0: fifteen years. Not so. Not until his sitcom ended.
1: He really is so out of touch. With people, he has made so much money, has no connection to what to what made him funny originally, uh, that I think it's difficult for him to still have the same fan base that he had originally, because uh, uh-huh. he was the everyday man, he was every man doing stand up comedy, and now he's Jerry Seinfeld he's with
0: fucking rich. millions
1: and millions and millions of dollars. I've drives. seen
0: some crazy interviews of him just being like, and he's kind uh, of a pissed. dick,
1: dude. Yeah, it's like, like that money kind of gets get. He is
0: just out of touch. Out of touch with the common man.
1: Yeah, and, I, you know, at first, he was one of the first comics to be like, I'm not doing colleges anymore, which is a fairly common thing that comedians do because they're so fucking sensitive that they can't make any jokes out there, which makes sense. And I was kind of behind that. But then for a while there, he was just, like, going around being like, he's like, comedy sucks right now. Comedy is not funny. And I'm just like, no, no, no. it's not funny to you. Like, you Mm -hmm. don't find this stuff funny. And, like, uh, I don't know.
0: Did you watch his whole uh, coffee? Yeah, and I
1: like that because he's not being a comedian. It's just him talking. Talking. It's just them. It's a podcast. Yeah. on TV. He has an
0: episode with uh, the guy that plays Kramer. Actually,
1: yeah, and yeah, he does. He has an episode with a bunch of people.
0: With a bunch of uh, people. I remember the episode with Kramer. It was nice, obviously, like a little reunion. But Michael,
1: um, what's his name? Michael something.
0: Michael something. I. Th- he's already crazy. The one with Jim Carrey is nuts too. Jim Carrey Dave unfiltered. I haven't Chappelle's seen really that good. one. Uh,
1: wow. Also, the one with um. Fuck. The Dave Chappelle one is really, really good. Uh-huh. And then he has one that he does with Eddie Murphy.
0: Oh, ooh, classics. Yeah. These, that's awesome. Those are things I want to watch. I'll probably just put those on in the background.
1: Um, uh, All right, since we're in this Seinfeld mode real quick, I just want to ask you a quick question. What's up? What's Kramer's first name?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: Cosmo. Uh, Cosmo? Kilder. Yeah, Cosmo Kramer.
0: Whoa, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, do you have a best person on set award? I think it's going to have to go to Christopher Walken. Really? I think he was my favorite like uh, side character, my favorite side piece.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going mean, to give it to David Spade, not because of his leading role, but because of what he did behind the scenes, writing, yes. uh, having a major influence on how this movie flows. You can tell that this was a very direct from his brain kind of uh, idea. Mm -hmm. And I really think this is the best David Spade. Mm -hmm. This is David Spade on on all cylinders. Hitting
0: that that hemi engine on all eight cylinders! He's perfect for being such a nonchalant comedian. Like what you said, he's very David Spade. Character actor. Yeah, character actor, saying things under his breath. Mm -hmm. Very quick, very witty. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, It's funny to play a dummy that's witty.
0: Yes. He was described... I was listening to a podcast where they described David Spade as... Forever funny in the sense that you could put him in any timeline, any movie that takes place in any period, and he could play a character that is funny. If he played a character like a a smart-ass jester in the the medieval times, he'd be funny as fuck. If you threw him in um, like the early 1900s during the Great Depression, throw him in like a big suit trying to get a job, and he's just some witty guy standing in line at the unemployment center, funny as fuck.
1: Would he still be funny in 13th century Mongolia in front of Genghis Khan?
0: That's- Well, now you're changing the time period and the geographical location. Actually, that premise sounds kind of funny because of the fact that he wouldn't be funny to Genghis (laughs) Khan. That's a movie right there. I think he just created a smash hit, my friend.
1: David Spade, pay me money.
0: (laughs) Pay us money. And that guy is rich. Is he? Yeah, at this point.
1: I think he had a difficult period. I think that's, you know.
0: But I think he's back on it. He could be. I think he's back on I it. think
1: money is a fluid fickle
0: bitch depends on how you use it and how you invest and take care of it
1: I hear the best investment in the world is actually cocaine Christian you can follow me
0: on Instagram at call underscore me Jesus and Alejandro you can follow me on Instagram at Christian has asthma and you can follow the podcast at icbtb podcast. podcast and
1: if you want to do something good for the community I would suggest reading the Jack Ryan series I recently started
0: <laughs> with what's wrong? you and Jack Ryan dude Look, you and Jack Ryan.
1: Real Rags to Riches story. If you like the Barbara Streisand story of Rags to Riches, you're going to love Jack Ryan. Dude,
0: my, I heard my dad the other day say that he can't watch anything with Barbara Streisand because of how she looks.
1: That's sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, he could watch it, but he was just making fun of her.
1: So he's never seen A Star is Born?
0: No, he's seen it. He's seen it. He just says he doesn't like watching movies with Barbara Streisand. Has he never seen First Wives Club? Um... I'm sure he has. He's seen all these classics. I don't think that's Barbara. Streisand. There's a Barbara Streisand movie with a uh, fucking. It's definitely not Barbara Streisand. I Michael McDonald. I right, the singer? The singer? He? She has a song with the with another singer songwriter. Michael McDonald
1: from the Doobie Brothers. Michael McDonald. I
0: I think so. Does he do movies? Or am I tripping? Oh. I don't know. That's a that's a that's an Alejandro fact right there.
1: <laughs> Son of a bitch. You are discrediting all of my good facts by using it as that epitaph.
0: No, I haven't brought up an Alejandro fact in episodes, Yeah, but when dude. you do,
1: it's always a fucked up fact. That's not real. My facts are real. Uh, Ish. Well, do we have the conspiracy theory real. episode,
0: and you knew that was full of Alejandro facts because the people that wrote it didn't even know they're real facts either.
1: Conspiracies aren't even fun anymore, bro. Uh, they're not? No, because people take them too seriously.
0: Dude, I think it's funny. I laugh about it. I get chills real quick thinking about the hypothetical. It's
1: funny because we've been in scenarios where we're with people who like really do believe hair brain conspiracies, and I'm just like, oh boy, like.
0: <laughs> and you felt that way too.
1: Well, I was just like, I just, I know why they think that, and I know mm-hmm. what they've read, and 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 boy, just, woof, woof,
0: woof. Before we Fred woof Wolf. off, though, um, yes, Fred Wolf, uh, one of the writers of this movie. But, but before we officially woof off, um. We have to rate this movie, and as long as we do it before we before I press stop on this recording, then I think that we've made our goal. We've talked about this film, baddies. We did it for you. Um, I drank a light. I'm gonna give this a four out of five. Bonkers, good way. I'm and I'm I'm uh, not giving it a five out of five because it didn't age as well as I had would have liked. They threw in a lot of R words, Q words, F words. All of the words out there. That would have been much more funny and acceptable in 2001.
1: What's number three?
0: Uh, it Can't Be That Bad, the name of our show.
1: I believe It Can't Be That Bad.
0: All right, three out of five. I think
1: it's just good enough. It's got some funny bits, but like you said, it didn't age well. Mm-hmm. It is very silly. Uh, and to be honest, having seen it, seen it so many times and so long ago, watching it this time, it was... It, a little bit hard to kind of give it all of my attention because mm-hmm. I knew what was happening. I knew what was going down. and uh Oh, wow. We totally forgot one of the biggest tenants of this film.
0: What? Kid Rock. Dude, Kid Rock is playing Robbie in this movie. Buckle
1: up, boys and girls, because we're talking about Kid Rock for another 45 minutes.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: The Detroit Slum Kid, bro. I fucking love Kid Rock.
0: Dude, I think he did a, a good job of being a bully here.
1: I love that every time he uh, kicks dirt in Joe Dirt's face, <laughs> Yeah, uh, they play the same song. It happens like two or three times.
0: He, uh, Joe Dirt gets a lot. Yeah, the, he drifts his vehicle into a pile of dirt. All the dirt gets on Joe. And it's uh, very funny.
1: I think it's funny when Joe Dirt, I'm sorry, when Kid Rock is reading the letter mm-hmm. that's supposedly from Brandy. to him. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't love him no mo. I will be back soon
0: see here it's written to me joe it says brandy <laughs> x-o x-o Brand, that's my favorite brandy x-o x-o, X-O. X-O. you know what
1: that means joe dirt all right <laughs> kid rock has a very a flawed life but i will say his redeeming shining moment joe is, dirt. his role in joe dirt as robbie and joe dirt i could see if they remade back to the future uh-huh. i would like kid rock to play needles you would? I think that. I think he's like assen- now. Essentially, he's essentially playing Needles in this character, and I would love to see Needles as
0: Kid Rock. Kid Rock, or Kid Rock as Needles. Both. Vice versa. <laughs> Needles as Kid Rock. <laughs> Can you imagine? Needles that makes no sense, dude. On stage. That makes no With sense. An American flag behind him, Hi, him. I'm Needles playing Kid Rock. I'm Needles from Back to the Future playing Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock's sick, but don't worry, we're gonna still do all of his hits. <laughs> we are loopy (laughs) oh we are loopy we are sweaty i am moist my knuckles are sweating
1: that's not why um kid rock (laughs) kid rock kid rock kid rock kid rock thank you guys so much for joining us my name is alejandro
0: and my name is christian and this
1: is the podcast jack ryan is the best book
0: not that's not the name (laughs) that's a horrible podcast just read the fucking book um we are it can't be that bad. Also known as I C B T B thousand shout outs for our uh suggestors.
1: Yeah, Sean uh, King. Sean King. Michael, right.
0: <laughs> You're Oh, I thought you were about to say Sean Kingston, as in like the singer. The your way to beautiful. I used to know Did a girl, girl who only
1: knew Sean Paul as Sean DePaul, <laughs> and she'd be like, "I want to listen to Sean DePaul," and I was like, "I don't know who the fuck that is." Do you mean Sean <laughs> Sean Paul? DePaul? And she'd go, "No, Shonda." Would, she, she goes, "No, he he always says his name Sean DePaul." I go, "That I don't know who the fuck that is." His is she Sean from a Paul. foreign
0: country or something?
1: Yes. Anyways, guys, we'll see you next week when we review the movie. Uh, Steal Magnolias.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, or Magnolia. <laughs> That's such a better choice. <laughs> That's such a better choice. <laughs> thousand shout outs to Sean. Thousand, thousand shout outs to, to Mike You do Sean, I'll do Mike.
1: Okay, thousand thousand shout outs to, to Michael King. Thousand shout outs to Sean King. Thousand, thousand shout to, to, King. Thousand thousand shout-outs shout-outs to, to Mr. King. <laughs>